Amen. So we've been talking about for the last two weeks on the subject, the Word of God. The Word of God. And um, we have talked about the fact that God wants us to be trained in the Word. And being trained in the Word of God, in Lesson 1a, we said that studying and, le- and learning and practicing the Word of God. And we also talked about the fact that God wants us to be assured in our knowledge of the Word. Amen. That was last week. And so this week, we're going to continue again. But we're going to look at our main scripture, which is uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, 14 to 17. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 14 to 17. I read from the New King James Version. Father God, we thank you. It says, but you must continue in the things which you have learned and be assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. That was our main scripture. And today, we're going to be emphasizing on just the first, uh, the 14, uh, part of the 14, which we've read. So I'm just going to read um, the 14 there about the first sentence again. It says, but you continue in the things which you have learned and be assured of. That was last week. Now we're going to the next bit, knowing from whom you have learned them knowing from whom we have learned them knowing from whom you have learned them that's what we are going to be doing today so i'm reading from the new translation version on the verse 14 again um so that we know where we are starting from so the verse 14 new um translation it says but you must remain faithful to the things that you have you have been taught and you know they are true for you know for you know you can trust those who taught you you can trust those who taught you amen and that is our lesson for today may we stay focused and believe that the spirit of god would uh, would teach us his word amen so today our topic lesson 1c trained in the word is trained in the word by trusted people lesson 1c trained in the word by trusted people it says that you know the things that i've taught you are true because you know those that taught you those things. It means that he's telling Timothy that you did not just receive from any ordinary people. You did not receive from people that you did not know. But you receive from people that you know and the people that you trust. And so you know that the things that you are hearing is true. It's very important for us to receive from people that we trust. It is very important for us to receive from people that we know. If we want to be trained in the word of God, then we should be careful the kind of people that we receive the word from and the part and kind of people that we receive the training and the teaching of God's word from. And so Paul is telling Timothy that you know that those things that you have received is true because you received it from people that you know and from people that you trusted and the people that you trust. And so this is our lesson for today. Trained in the word by trusted people. Trained in the word by trusted people. Knowing from whom you have learned. Amen. So our first scripture will be Ephesians chapter 4. 
Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 11 to verse 13. Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 11 to verse 13. Trained in the word by trusted people. I read. And he himself, the new King James, Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. For equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to be perfect, to be a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. This These verses are loaded with a lot of things. And I believe that I want us, um, I believe that God wants us to take note of certain things. And so we're going back to the scripture again. And then we take note of the things that the Spirit of God wants to ask to uh, highlight and to learn from. It says, He Himself, making reference to Christ, making reference to God. It says, He Himself gave. So uh, the ability uh, to be a trusted teacher of the word of God is given by God. It says he himself gave. So it means that when we have not received the ability to teach, when we have not believed and received the ability to be a teacher of the word of God or to learn the word of God, you will not be able to do so. It says he himself has given some apostles. He has given some prophets. He has given some evangelists. He has given some pastors. And he has given some teachers. So we can see from this scripture that there are five offices being highlighted there. The office of the teacher. The office of the pastor. The office of the evangelist. The office of the prophet. And the office of the apostle. These are five ministries and there are five offices. Given by Christ. So this scripture highlights five recognizable offices. So the office of the prophet, the office of the apostle, the office of the evangelist, the office of the teacher and the pastor. So now listen to this. All these offices or these callings have been given by Christ. And the reason for this, as the scripture emphasized, is that the reason for this scripture is for us to be taught and trained in the word of God. So that the apostles or the teachers and the prophets and the evangelists will be able to train us and to teach us in the word of God. So it says that it is given unto the church for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. So people who are called and ordained into these offices have been entrusted with the mystery of God's word. Amen. When we come along, we'll see that it's not just about these five offices. Others can also teach the word of God, but they have to be trusted people. And so the Bible says that with these offices, they are called by God into office. They are ordained by God into office and they are entrusted with the mystery of God's word. And so these people have the ability to be able to teach the word of God, to be able to train the people of God 
in the word. Amen. So it is very important for us to understand that you just not hear from people that have no such credentials. People that are not trusted. We have to listen and be taught by people that are trusted. And these five offices are trusted by God. They were given these offices by Christ himself to be able to edify, able to equip the saints for the work of ministry. In Jesus name. Amen. And so we are going on the same scripture, Ephesians chapter 4, 11 to 13. They are meant to equip. If we are saying that these trusted people are meant to equip us or to train the saints, this is what it means. It means that they are meant to prepare the saints. They are meant to arm the saints. They are meant to qualify the saints. They are meant to make the saints suitable. So it means that when we, we, we are trained in the word of God, we are made, we are made equipped, we are being prepared, we are being qualified, and we are made suitable for the work of ministry. So whenever we hear the word of God, whenever we are taught the word of God, we are given the opportunity to come to a point where we become suitable for the work of ministry. It means that when we sit in a church or in a fellowship or be part of a teaching section just as we have now, we should see it as a privilege because God is making us to be suited for the function of ministry. Amen. And now listen to this. So equipped means to prepare, to arm, to qualify, and to make suitable for the work of ministry. And again, he uses another word, to edify. So two words we've mentioned there, equip and edify. Equip and edify. Equip means prepare, arm, qualify, and make suitable. And now we're going to the second word, edify. So these offices are meant to edify the saints. That is to say, to educate, to, to teach, to instruct, and to uplift. So whenever we hear the word of God, whenever we are trained in the word of God, whenever we are taught the word of God, the reason for that and the reason for these um, trusted people teaching us the word of God is to cause us to be educated in the word of God, to be taught the word of God, to be instructed the word of God, and be uplifted. So when we are trained in the word of God, we are edified and we are equipped. Very important two words there. So we talked about being equipped and being edified, prepared, qualified, and made suitable for ministry. We are educated, we are taught, and we are instructed, and we are uplifted. Amen. And going back to the scripture again, it says to edify and to equip the saints until we all come to the unity of faith. It means that there should be unison in the teaching. It means that whatever teaching that we get, whether we belong to church A or church B or church D, it should be in unity. There should not be any splits in the teaching. There should not be any division in the, uh, in the teaching. We all come to the unity of the faith. So we our training brings us to a place of unity and the unity in faith. It means that when we are trained in the word of God, we come to a point, our place of unity in faith. Amen. And also unity in knowledge. So I break up again. When we are equipped in the word, when we are edified in the word, the saints are meant to come to the unity 
to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. Amen. And so when we are trained in the Word of God, we are meant to be unified. We are meant to be unified in knowledge and we are meant to be unified in faith. Now listen to this. The reason why this is meant to be so is that the teaching of God's word should be consistent across board. So if you belong to the church A and you belong to the church B or the church C, whatever you learn in the word of God has to be consistent. It's very important. So when you belong to a church or when you find yourself in a company where they begin to teach things which are not consistent with the other churches, then you have to be careful because you are being exposed to error. The word of God is united and the word of God is meant to bring unity in faith and unity in knowledge. You cannot just find yourself in a fellowship and then they begin to tell you that you are not allowed to fellowship with the other churches because when you do that, you are contaminated. When you do that, um, the, the knowledge and the doctrines are not the same. You are going to get confused. As soon as you begin to hear those things, it means that you are receiving a kind of a teaching which is not in unity of faith or unity in the knowledge of the Son of God. And so the teachings of the word of God has to be consistent across board. Amen. Now let's take note of this. There should not be any deviation from one church to another. The word of God is the same. It is given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It's the same scripture. It means that there should not be any deviation from one church to another. When you find yourself in a fellowship and they begin to say things which are different, then there's me, it means that there's a deviation which is due to human intervention or even demonically inspired. So we make doctrines for ourselves. As for our church, that's how we do it. Is it in the Bible? Is that what the scripture says? If it's not what the scripture says, then it means that we are making it up and it should not be a doctrine. It should not be a teaching. If it's not in the scripture and we are not making it up, it means that it is demonically inspired. But the scriptures of God are not demonically inspired, but they are inspired by the spirit of God. So it is important for the unity of faith and the unity of knowledge and consistency of doctrine from every church to another. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now let's take note of these points again, still in Ephesians chapter 4, 11 to 13. When the, of the, the, the genuineness of the office is questionable, or the genuineness of somebody's office, or a pastor or a minister is questionable, there are discrepancies or deviations are observed. I'll read that again. It says, when the genuineness of an office is questionable, discrepancies and deviations are observed. So it means that when a person says he's called by God and is not called by God, and we are not very sure whether they are a pastor or whether they are a teacher and whether they are ministers or whether they are operating under the Holy Spirit, it means that there is always the case that there are going to be deviation from the word of God. There are going to be discrepancies. They are going to be saying things which are strange 
to the scriptures. Amen. So it is very important for us to listen or to be taught by people whose uh, whose ministry have been proven and have been trusted. It says that we believe what um, you believe that the things that you have received is true, Timothy, because you know from the people that you've received from and you trust them also. Amen. So now let's listen to this. We're going to move on to the next scripture, but let's listen to this. The work of these offices should bring you to a place of perfection and the stature of Christ. So the more you are educated in the word of God by this trusted offices, the fivefold ministry, which we said, the apostle, the teacher, the prophet, the evangelist, and the and the, uh, the teacher, the apostles, the evangelists, and there uh, are five of them, and the pastor, when we are subjected to these offices, the idea of the training and the equipping and the edification is to bring us to a place of perfection and the stature of Christ. Amen. So you cannot sit in a church, you cannot sit in a congregation and remain the same. When we are taught in the word of God, we are being brought into a place of perfection and to the stature of Christ. So the more you are educated in the word of God, the more you become like Christ. The more you are being edified by the word of God, the more you are feeding on the DNA of Christ. So when you are taught in the scriptures, you become like Christ. You talk like Christ. You, you move like Christ. You act like Christ. And so it is very important for us to be taught by these trusted officers because the, the importance of this is that because we become like Christ when we are educated in the word. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we've gone through our first scripture. We're going to our second scripture. The book of Acts chapter 2. Acts of the Apostles chapter 2 verse 42. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Very short, a short scripture. It says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayer. The early church continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and the fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayer. This was the early church. One thing that marked the early church is the consistency and the commitment to the teaching of God's word. The disciples were consistent and they continued in the apostles' doctrine, the apostles' teaching. You cannot continue in something and be committed to a teaching unless you trust the vessel that is delivering unto you. And the Bible says that he calls it the apostles' teaching. That is to say that the, the source of the message was trusted. The source of the message was reliable. The source of the message was connected with the Spirit of God. And so they trusted the apostles and found their teachings to be reliable and trustworthy. Amen. It is very important for us to come to a place whether being a teacher of the word or being a student of the word, which of course I say that every teacher is a student of the word, until you come to that place of trusting the source of the message, you can never be blessed by it. You can never be educated by it. And so the Bible says that they remained and they continued. They were consistent with the trusted teachings of the apostles. Because they, they saw that the teachings were reliable and trustworthy. Amen.
Amen. Still looking at the scripture again. The same scripture, Acts chapter 2 verse um, uh, 42. The teachings of the word form the basis for their fellowships. We've established this before. When we talked about last week that the assured knowledge when declared is the basis of our fellowship. Again, it says they continued in the apostles' the doctrine and the fellowship. The teaching always brought them together because they are united in faith and they are united in the knowledge of the Son. Amen. And as long as we are united in the teaching and we are united in the faith and united in the knowledge of the Son, it becomes easier for us to have a fellowship together. Amen. Amen. The training in the Word of God formed the basis of every other thing that they did. It formed the basis of their giving. It formed the basis of the breaking of the bread. It formed the basis of their prayer. It is very important for us to be allowed or, 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 or to allow ourselves to be taught by people who are trusted. The apostles were trusted and the people trusted in them and so they trusted in the doctrines and the teachings that they received. Amen. You cannot receive from people that you do not trust. It is very important. You cannot receive from an apostle. You can't receive from a teacher. You can't receive from a pastor. You can't receive from any minister of God until you trust them. You are not trusting them as being the ultimate source of the word of God. But you are trusting them because they've been called by God. They've been ordained by God. And they've allowed themselves for the spirit of God to use them as a vessel to teach us. Amen. So you cannot receive from anybody unless you trust them. If you have doubts about any teacher. If you have doubts about any minister. You cannot receive from them. And so the Bible says that they continued steadfastly. It means that they found it so trustworthy, so reliable, they could trust the apostles, and so they continued in the teachings. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to talk about one more point on that scripture, and then we move on. Amen. The disciples, like Timothy, as we made reference in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14, they knew those that they were receiving from. They knew those that they were receiving from. One thing that I find it very strange is when people just crop into the scene with no basis. There's a man of God here. He's so popular. You trace him. It has never been a new convert of anybody before. He's not been part of any church before. There's no basis to his faith. He has not allowed himself to be taught the word of God. And, and it's so dangerous to receive from such people. Amen. With all humility. With all humility, by the grace of God, I've been around in the faith and the first time I taught the word of God and preached the word of God was in 1989. And from then, I've allowed myself to be taught the word of God by others. I've studied the word of God and I've allowed myself to be taught by people that I trust that they, they have the ability to, um, uh, to teach the word of God. And over the years, and I'm still learning, I'm still learning. I'm still a teacher of the word of God. I humble myself to receive from other people. And it's very important for us to be able to receive from people that we trust. Amen. 
the apostles had fellowship with the believers. So the, the believers developed a trust in them. It says they fellowship in them with them, breaking of bread, and they were praying together. And because of that, they had a relationship with them. They trusted them. And because they had a fellowship with the believers, they developed trust in them. Therefore, the believers were able to receive from them. Amen. So it is very important for us to receive from people that we trust. People that have been called and ordained by God. Those who, whose ministry have been proven over and over again. Amen. Amen. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. That's our next scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. Labade Masia. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. It says... And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these things to faithful men who are able to teach others also. Now let's go back to the scripture again. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses. Now listen to this. I want us to take note on certain words whilst we read the scripture. It says you have heard from me among many witnesses take note of that commit take note of that to faithful that's another key word faithful men who are able to teach others also so now listen to this what paul is telling timothy is that you have received from me in the midst of many witnesses. It means that the things that I've spoken to you have been attested for and have been proven and have been certified by other witnesses. It means that the things that you have received from me is not questionable. The things that you have received from me are no strange doctrines. They are doctrines that were birthed out of the Spirit of God and they have been witnessed by many. It says not the few but many witnesses. So by being witnessed by many people, it means that Paul is a trusted teacher of the word of God because many people have heard it and there are no questions about the things that he spoke about concerning the word of God. Amen. Now listen to this. We're going back to the scripture again. It says, you heard from me in the, in the, in, in, in the multitude of witnesses. It says, commit unto other people also. Now, one thing that I believe that every believer should be able to do is to be able to replicate themselves in other people. You sat in church for one year, two years, three years, and you are still the same person. You cannot teach anybody. You cannot impart anybody, uh, any knowledge to anybody. It means that you are not progressing. Paul is telling Timothy, now you've allowed yourself to be taught. Now, what I want you to do is to be able to place that knowledge into other people who are recognized as faithful people, people that have been trusted. So it means that the people that are meant to receive the baton from Timothy are people that are trusted. They are people that are faithful so that they'll be able to teach others also. So it means that the word of God, when received, when we are being taught by the word of God, by trusted people, we should put ourselves in a position of trust to be able to teach others also. Amen. Very important. Now, now let's get this. Receive from people who have good testimonies. 
and whose teachings and message have been proven to be consistent with the scriptures. It says that in the presence of many, that is to say that you have received from me because I have a good testimony and my message and my teaching have been proven to be consistent by other hearers and by the scriptures also. Amen. Now let's listen to this. Furthermore, their teachings should be consistent. That's the teaching of the trusted people. Should be consistent with the teachings of other trustworthy teachers. So when you hear a teaching from one minister, go into the word of God, read the word of God, allow the Holy Spirit to help you to understand. And listen to other teachings from other people of God and make sure that it is consistent. Because if you stay in a fellowship and in a church and all the things that you hear, you don't compare it with the scriptures, you don't study the word of God, you don't listen similar messages from trusted men of God or women of God, it means that you are opening yourself for deviation and for error. Amen. So their teachings should be consistent with the teachings of other trustworthy teachers. Amen. But the truth is that if you, are, you know that you are teaching the word of God the way it has to be taught, if you know that you are teaching the word of God by the ability of the Holy Spirit, you are not worried for people, your church members to hear from other ministers because you know that we are all coming to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son. So our end point is the same. So whatever teaching that you receive, we should get to the same end point. Amen. It's important. Amen. The hallmark of a good teacher or a trainer of the word of God is the ability to replicate himself or herself in others. If you want to show that you're a good student of the word of God and you're able to impart knowledge, it means that getting to a higher level or being developed in the things of God and developing in the knowledge of God, you should come to a point or another level where you are able to replicate yourself in other people. So Paul says that, Timothy, I have put myself and what I have in you. And what I want you to do is for you to also pass on that knowledge, the ability to teach. Because they were not just giving it to ordinary people. He said people that are faithful and are able to teach. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will give us the grace to study his word. And God will give us the grace to pass on the teachings on unto other people also in Jesus name. Amen. But now listen to this. It is very important for us to be able to replicate ourselves in others. However, our replicates should be deemed faithful. It says, don't just pick anybody and call to church to come and teach. But make sure that the people are faithful. They are committed to the word of God. They are committed to prayer. They are committed to the studying of the word of God. Call such people and impart into them so that they'll be able to impart unto others. Remember that we are stewards of the mysteries of God. And so we are required as stewards to be faithful. Amen. Whatever you know, whatever information that you have in you in relation to the word of God, it is given by God and we are meant to be stewards of them and we have to be a faithful stewards of those revelation or mystery. Amen. Praise the Lord. Remember, we've talked so far on the subject that be trained by trusted people. That's what we talked about so far. And so we're going to go on our last point 
on the scripture, which is 2 Timothy 2 verse 2. Our last point on that scripture. I don't know whether we'll be able to exhaust this, but I thank God that as long as Jesus tarries and never comes back, there's going to be another Tuesday. Amen. But let's listen to this. God expects you to be teachable and able to teach others. There are two sides to this. God expects you to be teachable, humble enough to be taught the word of God and able to teach others also. That's what this scripture is saying. It said, Timothy, you've allowed yourself to be taught. It means that you are teachable. Now allow yourself the ability to teach and allow others also the ability to teach whilst they allow themselves to be teachable. So the cycle keeps on going. The more you are teachable, the more you are able to teach. And the more you are able to teach, the more you become teachable. And the more you are teachable, the more you are able to teach. And it's a cycle that has to go on until Jesus comes. And that is the expectation of God. So people who are teachable become able and committed teachers of the word of God. People who are teachable become able and committed teachers of the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now we're going to look at our scripture, probably our last scripture for today. Acts chapter 18. The book of Acts chapter 18 verse 11. Acts chapter 18 verse 11. I read the New King James Version. Acts chapter 18 verse 11. It says, And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. And Paul stayed there one year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. He spent more than a year teaching the word of God. Paul stayed with the people for a year and a half, teaching the word of God, not performing miracles, not prophesying, but he spent that time there teaching the word of God, teaching the word of God for a year and a half. This shows the level of commitment from both Paul and the believers. Paul was willing to devote his time to teach the word of God. The believers were also ready to commit themselves being taught the word of God. Amen. So Paul devoted his time and his energy one year and a half teaching the word of God shows the level of commitment. He is a trusted person. He was committed to the word. Now listen to this. This shows the level of importance that both Paul and the people gave to the word. It's important. Paul devoted his time a year and a half and the people also devoted their time because it is a matter of importance. Training in the word of God requires time and devotion. Requires time and devotion. If we want to be taught the word of God, and if God entrusts in your hands the ability to teach the word of God, you should be ready to commit your time and also to be devoted to it. People that are trusted with the word of God always have time for the word of God. They are always devoted to the time of God. You know, you don't just listen to anybody at all. People who want to learn, listen to them. People who are ready to commit themselves to the word of God, listen to them. And also commit yourself to the word, commit your time to the word, because that is what God wants us to be. Trusted people in relation to his word. Amen. And the last point on that scripture, you allow the full process of maturity through your continuous devotion and exposure to the word of God. You allow the full process of maturity through your conscious devotion and exposure to the word of God. The people allow themselves 
to be exposed to the word of God in one year and a half. They were exposed to the word of God. And Paul also allowed himself as a trusted person. They were not bored with him. They trusted him. That's why they listened to him for one year and a half. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we allow ourselves the process of maturity through the continuous devotion and exposure to the word of God. Amen. Amen. So we're going to recap what we are done. We're going to finish off last week and uh, next week, sorry, with one more scripture. It's important for us not to miss last week and the last bit of a teaching next week because we are going to be talking about falsehood in teaching of the word of God and how to address them. Amen. How to spot falsehood and strange doctrines and how to address them. Amen. So a quick recap. We started off from our scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 14 was where the emphasis was and the emphasis was on this phrase. For you know you can trust those who taught you. From the New King James Version saying, knowing from whom you have been trained. And so our topic was trained in the word by trusted people. And then we looked at Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. And then we moved over to Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And then we moved over to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. And then we moved on to our last scripture for today, which was Acts chapter 18, verse 11. And I said, next week, we are continuing the same, being trained by trusted people. You don't miss it. Because we want to be able to identify false teachers, able to identify false teaching and how to address them. Amen. Because we need to come to a place of receiving from people that we trust. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going to close our eyes in prayer. I want you to just pray the next minute. Just allow yourself that God... Bring trusted people into my life to enable me to be taught the word of God and also make me a trusted person so that I'll be able to teach your word in all faithfulness, in all devotion, spending my time and my energy, forming relationships and bond so that I'll be able to transfer your knowledge, the knowledge that you have placed in us. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for the privilege, O oh God, that you have given unto us. You have told us, O oh God, that we should be taught, O oh God, by people that are trusted, that will be trusted and faithful, O oh God, and also be able to teach others also. Father, we pray lifting ministers in general before your God. Father, we pray, O oh God, that there will be people that we can trust because they devote their time to the studying of the word, devote their time to be taught of your spirit. Father, we pray, O oh God, that you bring us, O oh God, to a place that will be able to teach your word in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for what you are doing in our lives. We thank you for next week also. Continue to teach us your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.